What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. So, welcome back, right? Welcome back, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. Welcome back to the 2AM podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It's fucking nice to be here. Glad to hear my delay pedal's working. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Did you turn up the knob a little too much? Did you say it's bucking nice to be here? It's bucking nice. It's bucking nice to be here. It's very nice to be here. Very nice to be here. So what are we gonna what are we gonna talk about today? There's there's a little bit to talk about. Whoa. Like obviously we could talk about coronavirus. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, too, we've talked about it. We've enough. talked about it so much. I Just know. Yeah. all right, guys, wash your hands. You know, Just uh, fucking do your own. Be aware of your surroundings. Or you know, according to the head of CDC, yeah. uh, try to avoid touching your face, and Literally. try to. Avoid... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about um Biden versus Sanders? Or better yet, just the de- the democrat democratic 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 the democratic uh, nominee vote as a whole. How do you feel about that? I kind of want to talk about some fried shit. <laughs> well, Sanders, KFC baby, Sanders. Uh, politics seems no, boring not. right now. Yeah. How about this? Eh, politics. What eh? do you guys think about violence in movies? And uh, oh no no no! Actually, let me let oh, me kind of re- like those me, like yeah, yeah. actors. No, no, bro, let me Bollywood? rephrase that though. Let me rephrase it. So, what do you think of movies kind of like similar to Joker that promote violence in a non-violent way, kind of until the very end? You know, like, <laughs> I don't think Joker was promoting violence though. Yeah, but it kind of was. It, think of, how can but you say it was Joker promoting was violence? Not like that movie didn't call. Yeah, but to like... idiots out there, you know, they could take it the wrong way. Well, that's true, mm-hmm. but I but what I'm trying to I'm trying to defend the director, like yeah, yeah I'm I'm Todd, I'm Todd t- I'm totally with the director, like dude, that movie is amazing, but that's only because I know my shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, but like I don't think he was calling to violence though, like it wasn't like he was like y'all need to get out there and start beating the shit out of these politicians and, yeah. and like he never said that, like yeah, it was never... but like it's I think of it as in terms of like the whole like violent video game movement where everyone was like stop buying these games that's what do you, mean you know stop, like we're developing so like you know future criminals and murders and i don't believe this. in that you know what i mean I yeah i know i know games do that but people exist you got to remember that and the, yeah. and that but, happens yeah. <laughs> they are the exception like i'll i'll say this mm-hmm. you know i it's hard for me to come to a conclusion that there's a link between being violent and playing violent video games just based on the sheer number of people that play violent video games yeah. versus like the amount of shit that happens in that video game happens in real life. Like for example, mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2, right? Yeah. That game's insane. Like you can tie some like so one of the things that you can have in the game is a lasso. And like it's mainly used for like you know grabbing animals and stuff like that. But if you have to, you can just hog tie a person and carry them carry them around with you anywhere you go. It's insanely right? violent. So like you can pick up, you can just like anybody cruising down the street on their horse, just lasso the dude, yank him off the horse, tie him up, put him on the back of your horse, and then 
I mean, you can be as sadistic as you want. Like you could shoot them so they bleed out slowly. Yeah. And then, or better yet, you can take them to another location. Like for example, a popular one, a popular one on YouTube was like taking people to train tracks mm -hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> Dang, like, dude. But how many people do you hear about getting like hogtied and left on the tracks? Like, uh, like how many like people are doing like horrible shit in these video games, but like they're not acting on it in real life. You know, like I did a mission the other day in that game. I know I'm super far behind on it, but like, yeah. <laughs> but I did a mission in it the other day where it was um, you had to go rescue some dude who was in your gang, mm -hmm. and you ended up killing like half of a town because he wanted his guns back. Mm -hmm. And Jeez. it was just like this. It was this really bad situation where it was like if you didn't do it, um, I actually don't think there was an option not to do it. But like if you didn't, theoretically, he would get hung or whatever. Mm. And then uh, you'd get like a lot of bad rep in the gang that you're a part of. You go save them, you kill the town, and it's like, that shit's not really going on per se. Mm -hmm. But there are like instances, like horrible instances, you know, like the Vegas shit. Yeah. Like that, that felt like a GTA moment to me, like straight up. Oh yeah, 100%. Like that, that felt weird. Like I did not... I yeah. didn't know how to take that one. Nobody know. knows how to take it. Until yeah, this day, but... Mandalay Bay isn't even the same anymore. I know. And what freaks me out is like I knew people that were in it. Yeah. Like a weird amount of people. Like, And they, they all said the same thing. They're like, it was so surreal. Mm -hmm. Like it was just. I'm sure. Yeah, it was just shocking. Just obviously. having fucking bullets raining down on you while you're enjoying a concert. Yeah, like, I know. It's terrible. But I enjoy, I enjoy Call of Duty. Yeah, dude. Thoroughly. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not against it. I'm just saying that. That stuff exists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. You know, there's. I know. Personal. Like personally, I know people that are just like, yeah. Joker was a terrible movie for the for the community. And I was like, what do you mean? And then he said, well, it kind of promotes, um, you know, these sick thoughts, and um, and it's okay to live with it, and like it's shit like that. I'm like, dude, what? The just hell are you like talking every about? other. Hollywood I was like, have you never heard of schizophrenia? Or I was going to say, well, he's not even schizophrenic. He just has yeah. a disorder where he can't control his laughter. Yeah, but, but and that's... And as, as a result of that, I'm assuming what they were trying to imply in the movie is that it puts him in a lot of rough scenarios where mm -hmm. like he's just been bullied for so long and he's mm -hmm. just tired of getting put down. Yeah. I think, I think that what they were trying to get across was he became violent because he had this disability mm -hmm. and that disability got him like severely harassed, assaulted, mm -hmm. made fun of. Yeah. And that's what it was. But people didn't see it as that. They're just like, oh, he's fucking crazy. Like this yeah, and yeah. that, you know, like. Well, I say schizophrenia just because it's like w more widely known, mm -hmm. you know, even if you're an idiot. But, you know, <laughs> you kind of just know you have a hint of what it is. Um, but Hollywood but, has been has been doing that since day one. For the most part. Yeah, they have. But uh, I don't know. It, it's, I don't even know how to say this, but it's just kind of it's becoming. They're becoming more and more numb to certain ideas, I think. Like before. I can see that. Like, think about it. Till this day, you really don't see movies where they kill off babies, for example. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's Why would a you big thing. see a movie where that's going No, but on I'm now. saying, like, if it's a horror movie and everything that you can, that you've never seen before in your life go wrong is going wrong, the only thing they'll leave out is, like, things like that. That's, like, untouchable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, babies, children, that kind of stuff. They'll leave that out. They will never show you gruesome acts. Pets too. Yeah. I think a lot for the most part. Yeah. Pets, they're kind of getting there though. Yeah. In some ways. Like there's a whole fucking movie called Pet Cemetery or whatever. Oh, that was an old one though. That came out years ago. The, oh, first, the original. The original one? And I think it, wasn't it a book by Stephen King? 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, yeah, it's probably Stephen King. Too. Yeah, I think it's a book by Stephen King too. So like, yeah. the movie, the that concept's nothing new. Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, like, look at movies like It, for instance. I they couldn't make it would have to be like a Netflix show yeah. where like each episode is like an hour to an hour and a half to like really break down the book in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Cause there was some wild stuff going on <laughs> Oh yeah, in the printed version, you know, not like it's some of it was just too much for instance. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at the time when it came out, maybe it wasn't too much. Like, and it actually seemed fairly reasonable, but I've heard, and this is just, I, you know what, this is just me saying shit that I heard, you know, not, yeah. I can't validate it, but I heard there was like child orgies and shit going on in the book. What the fuck? And like, well, it's like, a, it's like, you know, exploring sexuality as children. Are you talking about yeah. it? Yeah, the book. Okay, exploring not the, sexuality. Not the movie, yeah. Like, okay. I think that's what it was under the guise of, mm. if I remember correctly. Child orgies. And there was a lot Jesus. more in depth about it. Well, that's actually, you know, I got a counterpoint to that. Mm. And it's from the same movie, like It. The I forget what her name is, but the the girl in the movie, the girl in the Loser Club, they showed her getting beaten by her dad. Mm. Yeah, 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 but I'm I'm pointing towards more like gruesome acts, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, kind of gruesome. Like, so you mean like obscenely I, gruesome? Yeah, like yeah, horror yeah. movie. Gruesome. Yeah, horror movies, like things like that. They'll always push away from. You know what I also think? Or if if there is a child involved, they'll never show you a scene where it's it's happening. They'll only um, show you sounds. They'll hint and at like it. they'll hint at it like yeah. that's it's going down. You know yeah. why I think they do that mainly mm-hmm. because the paperwork and all the legal stuff you would have to file through in order to get that to be cleared like yeah. with a child might not be possible. I'm not sure. Like I'm yeah. not like an expert on it, but I would know or what I do know is it'd be extremely difficult, like very difficult to get that passed by like mm-hmm. HR, the studio heads, whoever's yeah. funding the movie. So like and big Hollywood productions, there's like. There's no point to do it, and also yeah. it does seem kind of unnecessary. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. it's it's yeah, it's a possibility. Like, how many horror movies are there where children are like a central plot theme as well? Yeah, but I'm saying like, sometimes they're not a central plot. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for example, like uh, the only I think the only movie that pulled it off, and it was the first time me seeing it, and it was just it made you feel like really weird about the whole situation was the movie Mother. I think with uh, Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. and uh, the guy, that. that main actor from uh, No Country for Old Men. I'm trying to think. Uh, which is it? The bad guy or is it yeah, the, the guy that walks around with like a cane. He's he's intimidating. Or like that that little um, air pressure. Oh, the thing that they used to kill cows. Yeah, that uh, pressure gun. Yeah, I pressure don't know gun. if they use that anymore. But Javier Bard, is it Javier Bardem? Yeah. Bardon. Or yeah, Javier Bardem. I think. <clears throat> Anyways, it was, a, it was a twisted movie, dude. It was like psychologically fucked up. And at the end, spoiler alert. Don't say I didn't mention it. Five, four, three, two, one. There's a dead baby at the end. That they mm. all raise into a, a house filled with like just like hippies and weird people that were chanting weird shit, and her husband turned against her, all this stuff, and she was crying, and no one would be able to hear her, and her baby that she just gave birth to was taken out of the womb and literally just killed and snapped. They snapped its neck. Oh, dude, it was like, and the the full scene is exactly the way I'm describing, like. <laughs> just gruesome and like not something you want to see but for some reason that movie pulled it off they like they did it hmm. and i feel like it was just like they they passed the zone of taboo kind of yeah the forbidden it was just zone. really fucking weird that movie had me fucked up for a little bit oh i'm sure it did fucking snapping a newborn yeah. baby's neck god <sighs> well there was actually um 
something interesting mm -hmm. about that movie that I didn't even think about till I saw this YouTube video and they were trying to explain it through a metaphorical lens of mm -hmm. the sense of I don't remember it it's been years since I've seen the video but it was like um either Jennifer Lawrence or the house is supposed to represent earth cuz they don't it, they don't leave the house the entirety of the movie right like it's yeah they're they primarily don't. in the house he's just trying to write and then she's like they're basically married and just in a yeah yeah so they're trying to or the lens was like either the house or jennifer lawrence could be perceived as earth and then mm -hmm. there's like all these things that humanity have done to like fuck up that keep invading the house yeah or causing like the disturbing things yeah. mother nature maybe yeah it was like supposed to be an entire metaphorical lens of how we're destroying the earth yeah in a sense which is interesting yeah it's a very interesting theory i don't know if that's like what the people were yeah. going for per se yeah i don't know then there's also the the exact opposite of what you're talking about like mm -hmm. kids in horror movies and stuff like that this mm -hmm. one's actually like it's it's like a so it's a sci-fi thriller and it's called children of men and it takes place in a future mm -hmm. where um i believe women become infertile like across the globe like oh jesus just, yeah and so there's like massive wars that break out and like everybody's freaking out of like it's because women who can have babies are in extremely high commodity mm -hmm. in that moment you know so the character's like oh yeah spoiler alert five four three two one no spoilers well spoilers anyways you've been warned so <laughs> towards mm -hmm. the end of the movie it's like in my opinion one of my favorite scenes in cinema because after watching the whole thing and like the ordeal that the main characters have gone through and they get to this point and it's um a guy and a woman and a baby mm -hmm. and they're like in an active war zone like an active combat situation and they need to get out of this building because something bad's happening or they're clearing it out. And as they're coming down the stairs, yeah, everybody just stops. Like dudes are fighting, shooting each other in the hallway. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they're like, baby, baby, hold your fire, hold your fire. Everybody's freaking out and it's just silent Isn't as they're walking crazy? through this because nobody's seen a baby for years. Yeah. Right. So to finally see like, wow. like you know, this yeah. new life yeah. for what was at that point in the movie thought to be like impossible. They thought the human the human race was just doomed mm -hmm. to die. So imagine that and then seeing a baby coming through. It's the most precious thing. Insane. Like a baby there. is actually like it's a it's a huge symbol. It's it is. Just, yeah. Yeah. I can baby, see that. Babies are important. <laughs> we want some more babies over here, you know? We need some more I I need babies, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we need some we need some mixed ethnic babies. Sugar, we got a sugar daddy Saeed over here. Oh, yeah. How many hey, babies you popping move over, baby? <laughs> <laughs> he just has 10 kids. We, we just don't know any of them. He's very low key. He's got a, you could say he's got a private life. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Baby on baby. No one knows shit about me after I'm three. Baby on baby. <laughs> Shout out to the baby. <laughs> nice. You see fucking a, baby. I wonder, did you guys see there was a video on Instagram where he just slapped a female fan? Oh, yeah. I heard about that, but I, I didn't see the video. Morning. How was it? I don't know. I don't know what it was about. Like, I'm laughing and it sounds horrible, but I don't know what the situation was. Yeah, I don't think she got slapped. She got smacked the shit out of, like, it was insane. Well, yeah, that's what a slap is. Yeah, no, no. But, like, a slap is like a slap. You know, it, it can range from, like, a, on a scale of one to ten. So, for you, a smack a is A smack just exceeds ten, dude. Yeah. You can hear that. Dude, out of yeah, all the, the rappers. sound. Smack. Out of yeah. all the rappers, I think he's the most consistent with being like recognized in the news. At, yeah, but at least... it's not normally for positive shit. 
for the most time. Well, I mean, yeah. they say any media is good. I mean, look at six nine. Good exposure, you know. <laughs> six nine isn't he going in hiding now? Like, yeah. Or is he putting out a new song? Or is that a? Or is that what's his name? Lil Pump. I don't even remember. It's going know, to be dude. dog shit regardless. He's gonna get care. killed in his car or some shit, dude. <laughs> what is it? every time six nine gets on the track? It sounds like he's gonna have like throat cancer by the end of it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Six like, nine's new track should be called dog shit. I feel like there's just semen stuck in his throat constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sticky up there. Jeez. Sticky. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, dude. It's just um. Yeah, what do you think is gonna happen to him if he gets out of jail? He's still in jail, right? I thought Six Nine got out already. Did he? I think no, so. I, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, wow. like a lot of the he's probably like the stereotypical rapper nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't get far. They don't get far in life. Yeah, they don't. They get caught up in dumb shit. They're like a trend. That's yeah, it. yeah. The one time thing. It's kind of like planking. You know, it was it was once a thing, but it's like once they hit a certain a certain peak they just tumble down i think that's an interesting conversation we could talk about Mm. like being in the limelight for just a minute Ah. like your five seconds of fame yeah exactly Mm. and like if would you be okay with doing that like think of all the the stress that would come with that being like the hot new artist for like five minutes like for example uh let's just do six nine in this instance like Mm. he wasn't you know cream of the crop but he did blow up really really fast yeah. yeah really really sudden so how do you think it feels to be just going from basically nothing you know it's like pretty quiet for the most part and then you just get bombarded by everything like media you've got um what's it called like paparazzi dudes that are always on you you got people that are coming up to you all day every day yeah like it you know what it reminds me of and this is a different level like i'm not saying six nine or takashi six nine is on mm-hmm. this dude's level and you can't even say this guy's name anymore without people without it being kind of controversial but like michael jackson yeah like the video of him walking through the supermarket have you seen that no so there was a video of him walking through a supermarket or like a grocery store that he rented out for like an hour or two and then he hired everybody that was in there to be like extras like actors and not to talk to him mm-hmm. so he could have the experience of going to like a normal grocery store. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a so, ne- that's a different level of fame. Yeah. He also had a different understanding of money. Like Michael Jackson. How so? There's just a video of him like he's in one of like a random room in his house that's just loaded with all these expensive ornamental like vases and statues and columns and stuff like that. And he's like, oh yeah, this um, this one was probably like five hundred fifty thousand, and then like that one was like, uh, like six hundred k. But I wanted two of them, so you know. Well, think about the that's just his character. Like he's he's very flamboyant. He's very out there. I know, but like just to talk about money, like it's just throwing it on the five hundred fifty g's, like it's nothing. I know, right? Yeah, that's pretty insane. I think the biggest problem with um the five second of fame phenomenon is probably the ego inflation. Like you go from nothing, mm-hmm. probably just getting by, you know, just just about paying the bills to having all the money in the world, all the recognition in the world, having your name being mentioned all the time. Continue. Sorry. That's a problem if you're not emotionally mature enough to handle that. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see a lot of guys falling off. They just can't keep up. Also, a lot of these artists don't actually make as much money as you think they do. 
they don't. They get yeah. screwed by record labels. The it's Mia horrible. Khalifa of rappers, dude. Like a starting out deal for an artist, like in terms of how much money they're going to make off a track. In mm. some instances, it can be lower than ten percent. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, for like a a, a new artist. Yeah, it's because oh, the label's the one that got you the fame. Or exactly. Whatever, yeah. And they're going to promote the hell out of you. I mean, like controversial once again. Billie Eilish, you know, good artist. You know, Phineas amazing producer do they mm -hmm. deserve to be where they're at right now in my opinion yes mm -hmm. i think they've worked hard they've got a good unique sound and like it makes sense but isn't it interesting how she blew up like overnight i yeah. never heard of billy eilish and then the next day it was yeah. like hmm. all billy eilish yeah i remember ocean eyes was the first song i ever heard by her for me it was the um what was that one called um bellyache no 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 mm. uh come out and play i think it's like a I've much slower song for mm. her. A lot. It's like this is gonna sound weird, but if it was if an electric and if an electro acoustic performance was like on recorded on a track, like yeah. that's what it would be like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I haven't heard it. I don't think so. I like it. It's but, slow. It's it's slow, yeah. but it's really pretty. Like her voice, in my opinion, that that's the best she's ever sounded. Yeah, but she's a really good example though. Kind of. Yeah. To what we're talking about, but um, Ocean Eyes was like what I think I discovered it four years ago. She was at like thirty thousand plays. Dude, mm. you know, max three hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. And just that one song, and then out of nowhere, it just started becoming like, like when she started getting famous, all of a sudden it's like her name changed to me. Like it's weird, mm -hmm. you know. But it really did happen suddenly. So Logan's kind of right on that. Okay, so she signed to Interscope Records. Mm -hmm. Isn't that like one of the big players? That's a bigger one for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why don't you enlighten us, Logan, and tell us what rec record labels actually fucking do? Like what are what are they there for? Because I know like for example, Capital is a really big one. Mm -hmm. but, so essentially, yeah. like what record labels are primarily for is they're like they help you manage everything mm -hmm. a lot. You know, like if you're going to work for a rep record label, typically they're going to give you like a manager and then like a whole bunch of other stuff that comes with it. So I imagine from the eyes of the record label, they're viewing it as like, oh, we're giving you like everything for you to do, like what it is you need to do, but you need to turn out. X amount of albums, X amount of singles, and like they need to get to this level of notoriety or the deal's off completely. And it's yeah. like, it's kind of messed up because a lot of these deals that record labels set, like they can break the contract, but the artists can't. Mm. So basically they're like, oh yeah, uh, you're underperforming, get out. Like we're done with you. Yeah. Like, well, what about the money I was promised? No. Yeah, for the most part, if you're, if you're like an up and coming artist and you go to them, mm -hmm. they're, they have the power. They're in the power position. Yeah. Uh, but I do think like rappers uh, such as, you know, Russ is not the best out there. He's not the best um, creative, creatively speaking with his music, but. He did get pretty big. With yeah. Just on his own. But he has, yeah, he has his own thing set up. My favorite example is uh, Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. Uh, that dude literally mm. dropped his music for free. Didn't yeah. even make people pay for it. And he, he rose to the top. And he's, I mean, look at him. Yeah, dude. He's, he's, he's performing amazing. in front of the president. Yeah, he did. That was, by the way, one of my favorite performances ever. Great wow. performance. For Obama. Have you seen that one? I don't mm. remember which year it is, but he did one of the Christmas shows during mm. Obama's presidency. And um, he did Sunday Candy, but it was like a really big, like gospel slowed down version of it. Yeah. It sounded so good. Yeah. Like uh, that's one of my favorite like things he's ever done for sure. Dang. That and the, um, I don't know if you guys have heard it, but the song called The Man uh, Who Has Everything. Mm hmm. It's a single, but it's a good song. I can't stop listening to it. It's a good song. It's such a good song. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
It's kind of uh, it's kind of cool that we're talking about like these famous people because you got to realize that they've all came from the same place we kind of did our mother's wombs. Exactly. No one was shit ever. We mm-hmm. were like we're all rooted down to one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just a fucking skeletal body. Just some f- fucking something happened. Or just some somewhere. microbes floating through space. Yeah, straight up, dude. We're sh- we're just some fucking particles. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. It is, and it's just like I don't know. Like, what makes someone that special? What do you mean? You know what I mean? Well, for the like, I'm pretty sure. Like, if we were to hang out with Chance the Rapper, he'd just be exactly like us. Like, he'd just be like chilling. He can have a conver- he can have a conversation. He can eat the habit. He can fucking <laughs> drink Arrowhead. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I think the but main- what I think it's just our minds really do trick us into thinking that these people are like things that are unreachable. You know what I mean? Honestly, he's like as Ch- Chance the Rapper um, f- as an example. I think uh, the people who rise up to the top and get to that kind of level, they just dedicate a lot of their time to one specific domain. Yeah, like it, that guy's probably just music. Ever since he was probably four or five. Yeah. At elite athletes. Since three years old. They're either kicking a ball or bouncing a ball, doing their thing. Mm. And then over the years, you know, they just become so good that you literally cannot ignore them. That's, That's the place insane. we want to be at. Yeah. I mean, I hope that, you know, if we become something, obviously, um, that we don't really lose our, like, touch of our, like, our true selves. Mm. you know yeah because it is kind of hard to just get away from your ego or whatever your ego could rise with you <laughs> yeah 100 percent. you know what i mean yeah um but i feel like you got to remember that you kind of you earned it mm-hmm. and then you got to not forget what you went through you know just be like your actual true self <laughs> It's funny because Conor McGregor was talking about uh, talking about that. I forgot when, but Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, I know. Very okay. interesting uh, yeah. segue. But he was talking about how he would remember his younger days of when he just joined the UFC, mm-hmm. and he's like, "How did my younger self think?" And the point he was making is that once he got in touch with that kind of mentality that he previously had, yeah, he started fighting better. He started improving. Yeah, because it's more of like an innocent, like chasing a dream kind of thing. You're not mm. at the top. You're you're on the way yeah the so you're basically saying that you're never at the top you're mm-hmm. always you're always just climbing farther and farther that's all you're doing it's a never-ending process there's no such thing as the top it's a never-ending process yeah. that's, a, that's a kind of a cool way to think just to keep yourself going yeah strong like just think about the whole like you have one specific goal mm-hmm. okay are you going to what a lot of people do is they, they just focus on the goal they forget about the journey yeah they just completely discount the journey. And then when they do achieve that goal, it's like, oh shit, what now? Mm-hmm. Now I'm depressed. Now I, I don't have any direction or purpose. It's like the whole thing is about the journey. It's very cliche, but it's very fucking true. You're right. The way I like to think about it, it's kind of like going on a hike. You know, you start at the bottom filled with excitement, anticipation for what's going to come. Mm-hmm. And then you're cruising up to the top of the mountain, right? You're hiking. It's rough. You might get a little tired. It's going to get a little sweaty for sure. Sunburnt. Yeah, exactly. You know, but you're going to get to the top and you can only enjoy it for so long before you're like, we need to move on. Exactly. Yeah. 
It's the perfect description. And then you realize you got to go all the way back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> like life is not just one huge mountain. It's not Everest. You're just always climbing mountains. Yeah. Always. Peaks and valleys. Peaks yeah. and valleys. It's a mountain range, not just a mountain. Mm. You ever climb a range, boy? Sorry, I was reading Whoa. this. Uh, <laughs> since we were talking about music deals, I wanted to tell you one of my favorite examples of music business genius and also like being a true creative, I guess you could say. So Frank Ocean, right? Yeah. Good music, right? Mm. Great music, yeah. Great music. Um, it his like the way we know Frank Ocean might not have been how it had been if it didn't go down for exact or it didn't go down exactly the way I'm about to tell you right now. Mm. So Frank Ocean before like he was doing um, stuff by himself. He was writing for artists like uh, Beyonce and Justin Bieber and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? I finally want to go my own path. Joined Odd Future with Tyler, the creator. And then he um, got a record deal with, do you guys know Def Jam by chance? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he signed with Def Jam and I believe he had a three album contract. And so he dropped, um, or it was like, two albums and some extra stuff he had to do. I don't even remember off the top of my head exactly, but basically he dropped um, Channel Orange and a whole bunch of singles underneath Def Jam, right? Mm -hmm. And there was some like big deal where he wasn't going to get enough money or how much money he was owed, you know? So he was like, let's do this. He live streamed a 140 minute long video with um, one track the track that he was going to release with Def Jam, you know? Yeah. Playing in the background, like the instrumentals of it. And all he was doing was building a spiral staircase. What? Yeah. This is a whole video. Hour, sorry, no, uh, that would be two hours and 20 minutes. Whoa. Of him just building, building an actual staircase. Actual staircase. Really? I don't know if you can still find it on YouTube, but it, it did exist at one point. And, um... Like throughout the video, it was all supposed to it, it was supposed to be centered around like the Def Jam release, right? Yeah. So it was like it was all that music playing, but in between the video, there would be like little glitches mm. from songs from the album Blonde, mm. which he wasn't releasing under Def Jam. So everybody thought like it was supposed to be like a big upcoming thing, like for Blonde. Yeah. And Def Jam was like, "Oh, this is all for us. Like this is all promotion for the new track." <laughs> and so uh, after he finished recording that video, right? Yeah. Contract with Def Jam ended. The next day, drops Blonde by himself independently. Oh shit! It's oh, gangster. What a savage, dude. It, okay. And um, Blonde was number one in seven countries. Sold two hundred thirty-two thousand units. Um. In the first week, and he went from owning 17 to 70% of royalties. Wow. 17 to 70. Bro. <sighs> so in a way, fuck records. This, this article also says Ocean also secured a bag from Apple Music for the exclusivity, rumored to be worth $20 million. Jeez. Like those labels used to be gatekeepers, mm. but mm -hmm. they're... They don't anymore. exist anymore, really. Yeah, now no. we got all these platforms, dude. Exactly. You're self-promoting, like all that crap. So basically, long story short, shout out to freaking Frank Ocean. One of the smartest dudes in the game true G. right now. Like, good Lord. And by the way, that article is from Epic, Epic with a K, Beats.net. <laughs> got that information. Epic from. Beats. Epic Beats. <laughs> Chill Beats to study to. <laughs> Take it. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, 
New times, though. The gatekeepers that used to be are, are no more, for the most part. In yeah. certain industries. Certain yeah. industries, yes. I would agree. I definitely feel like there's a big push in a lot of industries now to be an independent. Mm. Like, you don't need to work with, like, a big company or something like that anymore. Mm. You could just definitely do everything you need to do at your desk. Yeah, you can, you can self-teach yourself things that will get you to do freelance work, for example, mm -hmm. or... Yeah, dude, there's so many places. You can get paid to do surveys, bro. I know people that do that shit like part-time. How much do you actually make off of that? I thought though? you don't make I, shit off I of that. Know, I see those ads it's on like Instagram. It's like 200 bucks a month, but like that's nothing, really. I see ads that's on Instagram month. where it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, make $375 on your first day that's, for one okay. survey. I'm like, that's Anytime you see an insane number and it's an advertisement, just think about how many people are. are there's no way in hell <laughs> everyone is like... There's no way. Those numbers just don't everyone would be make sense at all. It. Yeah, everyone would hop onto it, honestly. It's like it's like those guys on Instagram who or YouTube who promote, oh, get a free get a free four five eight, Ferrari four five eight, and then thirty thousand dollars in cash on top I've of seen that. So many of those recently. I yeah. think for the most part that's bullshit. For the most part? Because everybody for all the parts. <laughs> everybody buys entries, yeah. right? It costs you to get in. Yeah. And then what? They just never come out with it? I mean, I don't know. You know what I've been seeing a lot of though recently in terms of those car ones? They're taking old Porsches and modifying them to be all electric. Like all wheel drive, all like all oh, electric. Shit. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. And the comment sections under, underneath them are hilarious. <laughs> They're like, this isn't pure. <laughs> oh, the you pure Porsche fans. <laughs> the the fucking Porsche dorks. <laughs> Porsche dorks. <laughs> Porsche dork. I get where they're coming from. Though. Oh, I'm becoming a Porsche dork by the by the day. Are you kidding that's, me? I'm kind of. That's my bad. <laughs> God, Porsches are just slick, dude. Just give me a good GT3 RS, baby. You know what? One of my favorite things that people say about, or one of the biggest gripes I hear about Porsche, yeah, is they're like they all look the same. Like the the 911, like yeah. it never changed, and I'm like, because it's so good. Yeah, it's that good. The exactly. only reason they changed the Mini Cooper was so that they could update it and make it like more safe. Yeah. Other otherwise, that car design was the same for like forty years. Like it's just why change have... something that's working? Yeah, and working great. Yeah, mind yeah. You. I mean, you can pick up a nine eleven from almost any generation, and they're all great. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, yeah. What's sense. the new one? The T T something. T? It starts with a T. What? Oh, the Taycan? The Taycan, yes. Okay, there's like the Taycan, or I think I think it's supposed to be pronounced Taycan, which is weird because they have the Macan. Like, don't you think it should have been the the Taycan? Taycan, yeah. The Semantics. <laughs> I don't um, know, but I think they they say it's supposed to be pronounced Taycan. That thing is a beast. Wow. And once I saw that thing come out onto the market, it made me it made me start thinking about some things yeah. that should probably change. Tesla, in the you better industry. be shitting your pants. Tesla doesn't need to be shitting their pants. And here's okay. why I think they should switch to be a manufacturer that's more like, sorry, Volkswagen mm -hmm. or like Honda. You know, like they make cars for the people, mm -hmm. the masses. Yeah. That S, that the Tesla Model S, Tesla Model X, right? Mm -hmm. fast as fuck futuristic top of the line mm -hmm. i personally would not own one model three makes a lot of sense to me i don't you could, one you yeah. could still get a shit ton of range out of a model three 
if you get the upgraded speed package, it still does like zero to 60 and like, f- like four flat or three something. Whoa. Which is, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking insane. For a $30,000 car. To, dude, you're yeah. getting close to supercar territory. Like, <laughs> That's like a really good sports car. Yeah. Like yeah. Really good sports car. To get a four seconds. With no six. lag. Yeah. Just instant. Just straight instant. All go. Yeah, dude. And I think they still, do they have the range extending option for the Model 3? Uh, we get like the 500 so. miles or something like that. Um, I don't remember if it's the Model X or if it was the Model 3 that I heard about last. Um, if you want to look that up, I'm looking up sure. the Model Three. Can uh, you learn? Can you learn how to uh, drive an F1, and then uh, we'll create like a 2 a.m. podcast group, and then you know just get the <laughs> car up. 2 a.m. podcast on the side. We'll be mobbing through F1. Dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. Those things are insane. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome. Oh wait, do they not sell the rear-wheel drive version anymore? Probably That's not. a bummer. Too many drifters out here. Why would they? Dude, it was the perfect drift car. That's what everybody was excited about. It was like the drift car of the future. For the Model 3? Yeah, the rear wheel drive one. Oh, shit. Because, dude, know it's, just, it's like a shit ton of torque, like in the thousands range in terms mm-hmm. of like torque equivalency to the rear wheels. <laughs> and it's just, it doesn't Dang. let up. It's perfect. <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, I, I guess they got rid of that, which is a bummer. But if you get the range extended version, it's 322 miles with the all-wheel drive. Dang, dude. Yeah. Where do you where do you guys think the direction of cars is headed? Like, where do we take this? Probably electric. Well, no, of course electric, but like, I guess the design of cars. Ooh, that's what they're one. gonna look like in the yeah. future. I think there's gonna be a lot more single seater, like tiny cars that are gonna be going around in the future. Because mm. it makes sense. Yeah. Like, think about um. I mean, especially since we talked about those sodium batteries on that other episode, right? The yeah. batteries where it's like, if you were to put them in your phone, your phone would be even thinner and would last like a week. Yeah. And it would take like five minutes to charge to 90%, you mm-hmm. know, like crazy stuff like that. But once we get those batteries working into the mix and everything, like uh, I think it was Toyota came up with a... Um, Came up with like this little single single seat. Here it is. Yeah. Toyota came up with this little single seater thing, which has three wheels on it. Right. Dude, put some Forgy yeah. autos on that bitch. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and every time, sorry for people that are listening, it like what it looks like is you're sitting in this box and there's two bicycle tires that are kind of mounted in the front and then there's one in the back. And it's all electric. And the cool thing is when you're going through turns in it, it banks. Like, look at that. Oh, I do remember seeing this. Like, That's how much, very smart. How much fun would that be if they had a version that did like zero to 60 in three and a half seconds? Yeah. Just and it's cruising. so small, so it's yeah. it makes sense. It's feasible. But like if that's coming up in the future, right, and I'm going somewhere far away where I'm like, it just needs to be me, I would totally have one. Like it makes a lot of sense, at least to me. Dude, imagine putting like, like if you had to go to 600 horsepower in that thing. Like think if that thing... Think of that thing did 0 to 60 in 4 seconds. <laughs> Dude. 0 to 64 seconds and it had a range of 350 miles. Yeah, and it's a small car? It's a pocket rocket. That would be insane. Yeah. It would cost nothing. 350 miles of range in that car. I mean, it's expensive now. Like, And it has, I think, like 120 miles of range. In yeah. It, but like, once it gets better, that's going to be unstoppable right like there's it'd be stupid not to have something like that mm-hmm. if it was just you and you knew you didn't have to carry other people yeah. or other stuff right 
I've heard a lot about flying cars, but I don't think that makes sense. That's not going to happen. It's too hectic. Like, are they still going through with like um, Uber helicopters and shit? I think it's still a thing in select regions. I don't know. No way. So it's already a thing. I, I think, think yeah, it it's already a thing. A thing. What? Because uh, you remember uh, Kara? I was telling you about. Mm. Um, by the way, shout out to Kara. She's gonna be on here really soon. Upcoming. Shout out yeah. to Kara. Shout out Kara. Anyways, Kara. Kara. Kara, not Kara. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you describe no, I mean, her name? Which is like, because you know Porsche. You know. I know. Cayenne. Oh. What was it? What? Tycon. Tycon. The take. The take. Tycon. I'm just getting really confused here. Sorry. It's all good. <laughs> but she was telling me, um, she was somewhere recently, and like Uber helicopters was an option. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize how many options they had for Uber. Fuck. Like, if you scroll down and you see all the vehicle selections that you can get, it's kind of extensive. You can get, like, a Mercedes, a Range Rover. Yeah, like, you can get real specific with it if you want to. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking about Uber, because you guys are Lyft boys, but, like... (laughs) Yeah, dude. Lyft boys for life. Hell yeah. boys. (laughs) It's just a cleaner service, dude. Much cleaner. Shout out to Lyft. This is their... This is their concept. That thing looks that, sick. I know, I won't. I like that. That would be rad. Dang, dude. Yeah. Sorry to the viewers that are, I mean, actually, funny enough, for the ones that are listening, you can watch us very soon. We're going to be on YouTube in just a little bit. We're actually going to have some clips going up of us. We're going to have the visual to the audio. Exactly. We're bringing Finally. the V to You're the You're going to see our faces and facial expressions and all that shit. See our beautiful faces. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, um... Let's just go to break uh, for these ads. We'll be right back. But yeah, I think that's where we're going for cars for sure. It's tiny, electric, you know, not very detrimental to the environment. Something Mm -hmm. that's like actually environmentally friendly. I feel like there's always going to be those drivers, the ones that care about the heaviness. And well, you know. I'm always going to want selection. I'm always going to want a combustion engine car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I have no problem with electric. I will buy an electric car at some point down the line, like 100%. Yeah. I'm cool with them. I actually like them. However, just the nothing compares to yeah, that. Yeah, just yeah. that the build up of revs. Yeah. Shifting the gears, feeling everything working, like it's just there's nothing like it to me. There isn't. So it would be difficult for me to give that up yeah there's no like, way even yeah. in even as a hobby yeah. especially if you have the engine right behind your head <laughs> oh i don't see myself not having a gas car dude you know what they just need to make hybrids better why is it so hard for a car company to come up with a hybrid that works well isn't a gimmick and doesn't cost like 20 percent to 30 percent more of the MSRP. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, all the companies are making transitions right now. We're still relatively early on no, in the process. I just feel like they don't want to. They don't yeah. want to. Because well, they don't want their bigger cars having hybrids. I'm thinking mm. about it like this, though. Like, BMW and Mercedes have hybrid cars, right? Mm-hmm. But their hybrid engines, like, it only adds, like, four to eight miles to the gallon, if even. Like, yeah. four is realistic. Or maybe even optimistic in Which some Which isn't cases. anything. Stupid. So it's stupid. Yeah. Like, make a hybrid system that works, you know? If it's as nice of a car on the interior, you know, if you're buying a hybrid, you're probably not too worried about the speed of it anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So underpower the engine, lighten the car up a little bit, put an electric system in there, and maybe not even for all wheels, like just maybe the rear, mm-hmm. right? Just so you get a little bit extra, and then that um, hybrid system takes over the combustion for launch, which is where you primarily lose like most of your fuel. Yeah. 
So like, imagine sitting in traffic, how much fuel you would save on just the all electric system. Straight up. Yeah. Be so clutch. Yeah. And then you pull the Prius with regenerative braking. So you're always making more power back into the system. And then if you're smart or if freaking Elon would get on board with it, he'd figure out a way to make the paint and the Tesla's um act as a solar panel. He's doing it for he's doing it for tiles on roofs. He's doing it for the side of your house. Yeah. Do it on your car. Sounds like you should send Elon Musk an email. I, I there's not many people I'd rather talk to. Mm. I just want to like shoot the shit with him for about an hour. Go get coffee and watch yeah. a, an episode of Rick and Morty. You know he'd be about that. I'd have to watch the one with um Elon Tusk. <laughs> Speaking of Rick and Morty, I need to watch it again. Have you wait, did you see all of season four yet? No. There I you go. To. Previous <laughs> seasons weren't that great, right? Hmm? Previous seasons weren't that great compared to the first one. Do you mean later seasons? Yeah, later seasons. I would I would agree. I my favorite seasons were the first and the second one for sure. Season three was good, but not bad. And then Season four, what we have right now, and I feel really bad for saying this because like, I like Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon and the team mm -hmm. and everybody that works on the show a lot. And I feel like they deserve better than what they're getting to work with, if that makes any sense. Because a lot of these episodes feel rushed to me mm. in comparison to how finely detailed like the original ones were. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, the... um. Spoilers. Uh, season one, or sorry, season four, episode one, which is the one where like Morty turns into a giant, or he's like with the death crystals, right? You remember that? Oh yeah, I didn't see season. Four. All right, so yeah. sorry. I, maybe I shouldn't even talk about this because you're in the room and you haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll say. Uh, you save know what? No, no, no. Just say it. I'll just uh, close my ears. All right. So Zay, like, <laughs> there's the uh, there's the death crystal things, right? And he turns into the giant uh, monster. Mm -hmm. So when when a uh, Rick gets like the goo attached to him and then he turns in like from the hologram Rick into a real Rick. Mm -hmm. Like that looked really like shuddery and kind of like staggered. Still. Yeah. All right. So we'll stop. Yeah. You're, you're done. Yeah. We're done. All right. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to cut it from there. I felt bad. No, you're I looked good, over good. and you're just like, la 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 la. <laughs> I can't hear you. Aye aye captain. So let's, uh, let's talk about uh, our favorite Instagram pages. Oh. I'm or sure about, you have a couple about, at hand. How about we talk about Instagram pages that are our favorites and also deserve more recognition? Mm. I'll go out and throw the first one. Nature is Metal is one of my absolute favorite accounts on Instagram. Um, why? Just because it, it gives us a true understanding of what nature's like. Like Fair how enough. often do you get to see um, a lion attacking, you know, a gazelle or something like that? Like... It shows you the nitty gritty of of how nature actually operates, and that's fascinating to me. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. It's that one. That one's a personal favorite of mine. Um, I'm trying to think of another one that would be good. influencers in the wild. Oh man, influencers in the wild is probably one of my favorites out there right now. <laughs> like, it's an account where all they do is they take um footage of people who are like air quote or quote unquote social media influencers doing their influencer stuff in the wild. Mm -hmm. And it's really kind of a, it's interesting because it allowed me to reflect on that in a way I would never have thought to think about. So like, you know, when you're scrolling through Instagram and you just see somebody doing like a dumbass dance in public, right. Or something yeah. stupid, you know, mm -hmm. or they're, um, or for example, like if somebody's eating at a restaurant and they have a dog and they take a picture of 
the food or like their dog looking at the food or something like that. Mm. You just look at the picture and you're like, oh, cute picture or cool video or whatever. And you just move on. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. But you don't really think about that. Like they actually have to do that in a real world scenario. Yeah. So, so the so, entire account is just people who are low key. <laughs> filming they have to look like dumbasses for a certain shit. period of time. Yeah, so you'd be like, yeah, that's a sick background. Like, it's it's interesting that they have a dog here or some shit like that. Like, one, And then, like, it'll be basically behind the behind the scenes. Like, yeah. it'll be like yeah. someone taking a video of, of the people, of the actually people doing the... in the whole set. Yeah. Just doing it in public and shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, one of my favorite ones that uh, I saw earlier today, actually, was a dude who was in... Um, he was like modeling for something and this dude was like posted up against the wall in the middle of what looked like Santa Monica mm -hmm. took his shoes off like they're off to the side and he's like trying to act all hot and shit for the yeah. picture and it's just there's like people looking at him from the side like what is going on yeah, what the hell's going on right it's now so funny did yeah. you see beefcakes in front of the waterfall no I didn't just this massive guy just and and the video like the person who got the video is probably like a good 300 feet away so all you see is you can tell he's big but he's just in front of this huge waterfall and he's just flexing it's so funny <laughs> God. <laughs> there's another one that I've seen recently and this one's definitely uh, not safe for work this account I guess you could say mm -hmm. but the the show all gas no breaks Oh my god, dude, that's on on Instagram is one thrill ride of an account. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. some wild stuff really on that is. account. This guy, all he does is he goes to very culturally interesting, is how I'll define them. Mm -hmm. Like events. So like he'll go to raves and um one time he went to like a sex convention <laughs> and like he just interviews people there. <laughs> And they have the most wild shit to say. It's fascinating. There's another one where he went to a like um is a furry convention like oh god the prop the proper nomenclature like you do they like the term furries or is it supposed to be something else? Just call it a zoo. I have no idea. Just call, it call it as you know it. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> but he was at a he was at a furry a furry convention and there was this girl. Who's like, yeah, I live in housing with a bunch of undocumented immigrants. I threw out my social security and my driver's license. Like, I'm just really dedicated to not being a human being. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, I like to. She's like, I wear this tail almost everywhere I go. And then she's like, in the interview, she's doing like gang signs and stuff like what? that. What hell? And she. <laughs> Dude, people are just looking for fucking recognition these days. She talks about how she likes to purr, but only during sex. And then from there, she immediately cuts to, oh, yeah, I have a, I have a five month old kid. <laughs> they are so desperate wild. for attention. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> that show that it's so many twists and turns in like just a just a minute long Instagram video. Wow. It's fascinating. Like it's a human case study more than <laughs> it is like a meme interview show. It's fascinating. God, dude. There's things on that show I still think about. Like, does that give you credit? And I watched them a month ago. Well, I ago. just recently followed them, wow. so I still have to... I still need some experience with their content, but mm. it's fire so far. It's yeah. wild. <laughs> I don't know how that guy... I don't know how the interviewer does it. He keeps his cool. Yeah, yeah he just stands every, there. Sin, like, every situation, he's just like, oh, yeah. Doesn't he always wear yeah, a suit? Sure. Yeah, a gray suit. Every <laughs> Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. All, all, gas, no ga all gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> it is yeah. wild. Also, I mean, social media phenomenon, dude with a sign. Iconic. Okay, this, oh, dude with a sign is absolutely hilarious. Um, but this leads me into like, wait, do you have any other ones that you want to throw out? Favorite accounts? Accounts? 
Oh, dude, there's this up and coming dude named Austin Poon. Austin Poon? Yeah, he tells visual stories, and they're just photographs. Hmm. But the way and his color style and the way he takes them is just, it's all over the place, and I love it. So it's like a video essay, in a way. It's just like a just think of a bunch of grams. Yeah. But he's selling a story on top of them? Yeah, it's just like every photo has this like life in it. It's weird. Mm. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's super dope. Good idea. But yeah. Shout out. We should Austin do a we should Poon. do a um a segment where we talk about our like three or five favorite new Instagram accounts every week. I'm down, dude. We have segments. We have so many segments. CSI insert <laughs> insert something here. <laughs> But um, that that leads me into this. Why? What do you guys think of influencers? What do you think of the whole influencing, at least like trend, going on nowadays? I think there's um, there's definitely more shitty ones. There are good ones. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, but I I honestly don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. I feel like if you can back yourself up with like a product rather than just branding your face. Or some shit. Because what good is a face if you have nothing to do with it? Like, you just have a, you just have numbers. The face has to provi- provide some other value. Yeah, like, I'd like to see more backing. You know what I mean? Like, at least, like, make a product. Unless you're, or like, a model. just, like, a line of something or some shit like that. But yeah. unless you're a model, I want to see you be doing work, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, acting, this, that, modeling. I don't know, being an ambassador for something. Whatever. But, like, if you're just sitting there collecting followers... For no reason. It's pure vanity. And then like, we're just basically using you because you have a following. Mm-hmm. It's just like, eh, I don't respect that kind of thing, you know? I get that. What like, worries me about social media influencers is that it feels like everybody wants to be one now. Because what they think of it is, rather than like actually, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make a change in something or sway public opinion, they think it's just a good way to make easy money. Yeah. You know, so everybody's trying to hop in the influencer game. And, and like, honestly, like, this is a really stupid way to take it. But if these people are so worried about money, right, Mm -hmm. why don't they just become, like, an electrician? Because they're attention whores. Why don't they just become, like, a plumber? Like, I I know these don't sound like great jobs, but, I mean, they make really stable income. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, very stable. And in the future, jobs like that are what we're going to, like, that's what we're going to need. Yeah. Like those are going to be specialists down the line. Yeah, that's something we don't think about. Exactly. That we'll always need. But that's I like the how you brought that up. That's actually hilarious. There's this kid that's uh, up and rising right now for being so dumb. But basically, I think... Ah, I forgot where he was from. I want to say Maryland or something. Okay. Something like that. Anyway, um, he was like... He just ran, posts like random crap on YouTube. And he goes off saying... Um, he, he made like a promotional video for himself, but it was like, it was more along the ways of, I was sitting at a frat party with all these hoes and all these like big titty bitches. <laughs> and I, and suddenly I realized I'm dropping out of school and I'm, I'm going, I'm moving to Hollywood to, uh, pursue my dreams of, uh, I don't even know what the fuck it was, but like, it was just like. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna live like a rock star lifestyle or some shit. <laughs> and then like what? his sure. videos were complete <laughs> shit, dude. He couldn't even fucking afford someone to just make a video for him that at least looked good. You know what I mean? It was complete shit. It was like a replica of some other boy's fucking video. And then he, this guy's like trying so hard, and it looks so it looks so funny because he 
you can clearly see that he's trying so damn hard <laughs> to live a rich lifestyle when he ain't shit. You know what I mean? But is that a rich lifestyle? I don't know. Absolutely not. Hell no. Right. <laughs> no. It's not. But and I, it's just... The, basically, everyone was basically saying that, dude, are you stupid? You just came into nothing. Like, you ha you just said it yourself. You were at frat parties with a bunch of hoes. Like, what are you, what are you doing here, you know? If you, if you want to actually inspire to be an, a quote-unquote influencer without all the baggage that's attached to that label... Like live live a worthy life, live an interesting life. Okay, I have a homie Dalton. We're gonna get him on as a, as a guest, hopefully first guest soon. Very soon. Shout out to my big man over there. Um, but he lives an interesting fucking life. He's dude. Over the past like two three months, he's been one of the most inspirational people in my life. Mm -hmm. um, he's get he's getting ready to ride across North America on a fucking bicycle, which is insane. With his younger brother, who's eighteen. That is fucking crazy, man. That's um, mad respect. And it's like he's he's been doing that all of his life. He's been to Colombia. He's he's pursued soccer professionally. All that stuff. Um, if you want to be an influencer, you want to actually have a positive message. Do interesting shit, and then you know share your experience with others. Mm -hmm. What it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, honestly, that just it reminds all of us to just talk to people, dude. Fuck the big you'll, houses. You'll never know. Like you can look at someone and be like, ah, no, like this guy's like, kind of like. Big shit. I don't want to talk to him, you know? Mm -hmm. But you'll never know, dude. This guy could be like a fucking your next Uber driver. Yeah. You know? You can't just, you can't base things off of looks or like how someone's dressed or whatever. There, we all go down to one thing and it's just, we have mouths that can move and talk and we all have feelings, you know? So it, just talk to people, bro. You'll never know. Dude, honestly. it's like the whole influencer luxury thing. Yeah. Like the luxury marketing, it's overplayed. It's really overplayed. It's frighteningly overplayed. Like, do you and know it's what? It's distasteful. The, I think there was a poll in the U.S. where they asked a bunch of kids what their number one like dream job would be, and it was YouTuber slash influencer. Yeah, I, I mean, my little brother says the same shit. He's like, "When I grow up, I want to be a YouTuber." I was like, like "Do you even know what the want, fuck that means?" Yeah, what does like, so he want to do? Yeah, on YouTube, like, what does no he want to do? Gaming? I don't know. Like, see what I mean? Like, it's just labeled so. <laughs> There's not a wide variety anymore. It's just either gaming or you're just going to be a um, a woke speaker or a fucking, you know. Or a like, fucking meditation There's only like guru. so many avenues you can go down. Yeah, like, dude. I, feel. I think more than you'd think. More than you'd well, like. Well, like there's, there is a few, but I, I think they all kind of just suffer from the same thing that music does where it's like you can get so specific with a genre of music, but in the end it's like it's still like techno mm -hmm. or it's mm -hmm. still EDM or whatever, you know. So electronic music yeah like so i feel like what you were saying you were covering like what would be like edm jazz rock pop whatever rap yeah. and Classical. then like what you're getting into is like the oh this is more like um acid this is like acid house or like this is like <laughs> prog like progressive rock prog. you know like that's you're getting into the more fine-tuned yeah I'm on your side. I think it's actually more like straightforward because yeah. at least with differences in music, like there are noticeable differences. But mm -hmm. for influencers, like one could say, for example, oh, I'm a um, what what would you even say? Like I'm a uh, I'm an optimistic. I went from public, zero dollars in my bank account to over six figures in six months. I was going to say, like, I'm an optimistic public <laughs> speaker. And then another person says, I like to speak like general truths. 
they would consider themselves to do different things yet it's exactly same the shit. same thing yeah, yeah you know it's all it's all titles and people just get lost in it but i don't know man i just feel like that whole thing needs to die already it because will. nowadays everyone thinks like social media isn't even about a personal page anymore it's always a personal blog dude like fucking Oh my god, I'm blogging, you know, like fucking let's go to Fell's coffee. Even though they don't know how to string a fucking sentence. Yeah, dude. Who cares? If you notice, everyone's doing the exact same fucking shit as everyone else, dude. (laughs) They wake up in the morning, all right? Ah, great yoga session. Oh my god, my favorite coffee bean. Here's my green juice. My fucking, you know. What's what's coffee bean without fucking brunch after? You know, like (laughs) avocado shit like that. And And it's just like even brunch if we don't have mimosas. Hashtag (laughs) views, dude. And then when you see a sunset, all of a sudden everyone else posted the same goddamn sunset. And then it's just like... As if it wasn't the fucking yeah, sky dude. we were looking at. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? This isn't blogging anymore. It's just like, you're basically projecting my eyes too. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same I did shit. the same shit. The only difference is I didn't fucking post about it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? I think of, I think a lot of it is... Um, and I'm probably reaching a lot by saying this. I'm mm-hmm. going to be real. This is a very big... Uh, leap of logic you could say yeah and i feel like a lot of these social media people just feel as if they don't get enough attention period yeah they feel as if their life is so much more valuable and more worth looking at or maybe they even feel as if like they're alone and they need the attention because they're not getting it from anywhere else yeah because you know they're they're not okay with their life having dull moments or whatever it may be whatever Mm -hmm. the reasoning so they switch to this social media thing and then people start following them, giving them attention. It's all nice yeah. and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's like, um, as I, I think my dad told me this, he's like, you're just not that interesting. Like you're like most people, mm-hmm. like I feel like a lot of influencers lives aren't really that fucking interesting. Because They're it's not. just surface level. Yeah. It's either about the car yeah. that you have that uh, you didn't purchase or... Some other fucking, you know, the the house that you're Airbnb you're renting that you're acting like it's your house, you know, it's just all that kind of shit. Zade's fucking pissed. (laughs) I'm getting pissed, bro. (laughs) Getting he's heating up, demon. Dude, calm down, bro. It's okay. Relax. It's just it's all friends. It's a complete facade, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. I agree. And you don't have any depth of character, dude. The way I look at it, it's kind of like it's like any other addiction. It could be drugs. It could be porn. It could be anything, Mm -hmm. right? So. With addiction, the thing is, is you get so used to it that you need more of it just so you can feel the dopamine. Get right? the same yeah, high. Be maintained at a stable level. Yes, exactly. So if your dopamine level, so like if you're building a tolerance, like the tolerance level is just going to keep rising, 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 rising. And all of a sudden you're going to need fucking 10,000 times more attention mm-hmm. just to like survive in your daily life, right? So... I feel like if you dissect that into parts in your life with things that you do, whether it's on your phone or if it's watching porn, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you like to do, you know, that kind of stuff. Or it could be smoking weed. Doesn't yeah. Matter. It's just, just keep it at like a, a good low or don't do it as often just so that when you do do it, you feel like it's a reward. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because you'll start to see that I think like with your personal relationships, you're it's just going to fuck that up too because then you're just always like, searching for that attention which is fucking mm-hmm. stupid yeah you know no 100 yeah. yeah i mean we are biological humans so mm-hmm. those levels exist and shit 
I was thinking about, sorry, I was thinking about when you said dopamine rush, like something hit me. And I yeah. was like, okay, that would be, this is a perfect example for that. Mm-hmm. So Instagram got rid of the likes number, at least. Yeah. They don't tell you how many people like your picture, unless you posted it, you know. But like, I can't yeah. go to your account or Zade's and then like see how many people liked one picture. It just says others now. I like yeah. that move. Something I've seen a lot more as a result of that. And the next time you're out, like, at lunch or hanging out with somebody especially if there's somebody that's always on their phone check when they're on instagram next for this i've seen this a lot so now instead of checking to see how many people liked a picture mm-hmm. i see people press on like where it says others and they just scroll through to see who else liked it yeah <laughs> that's one of the why do we need to know that shit? yeah like there's no reason yeah. like i don't need to know who liked it at all but I genuinely think they like to scroll through it because they want to see that, um, you know, that little bar where it tells you like how far you are down on a scroll page. Yeah. I think they genuinely, genuinely want to see how small the bar is to see ah. how much, how many people liked it. And I'm sure there are a lot of people actually counting one by one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Imagine. Like why oh, does I got it, 175 likes on this one. Fuck. I like, need to get it up to 200. That's, that's one of the dumbest, so like, dumb. that's one of those dumbest, like error in human brain things. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, like but, we're, weird little twir- but we're naturally curious though. So. Like, I get that. It's not like... Yeah, but social media, but, like, from the start, it's addicting. It is. They created yeah. it to be addicting. Like, I was telling you guys earlier, a phone is addicting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you see yourself, like, sometimes you're just scrolling through your homepage? Yeah. You're not on an app. You're just on your actual main phone. And you're just like, what the hell am I doing? You're, like, refreshing. You're just so like, used to, like, holding it. What I used to do, honestly, was I used to walk into my room. I'd literally toss my phone on my bed and then just literally go downstairs, make myself a sandwich come back up, turn on the TV, lounge, lay on the floor, do some stretches, that, 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 that. All of a sudden, it's three hours pass by, and I go back to my phone, and I'm like, okay. And it's just like, I didn't really miss it, but it was just more like, oh, well, I got like four missed calls, <laughs> three messages, a couple of notifications here and there. And then you're just like casually responding to it. Like, you don't need to do it that second. You know what I mean? Yeah. You it can like, wait. Take your, take your time and literally focus like on yourself yeah for be, a second be a person yeah be a, fucking <laughs> be a person. human being yeah seriously be your original fucking self <laughs> you, you know yeah it's it's actually crazy because the way it's like it it's actually how they describe it it's two worlds mm-hmm. and it you're is. completely skipping out on one of them which is your actual world <laughs> just wait until vr gets really started oh okay. well, instagram and vr i'm waiting for i'm waiting for the brain implant shit to start going oh where it's like in Black Mirror, you know, they put that little thing on their temples and mm-hmm. then they just like went out and got uploaded into their fighting game or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for that. That That's, I mean, will I use it? Honestly, probably not. I'm with you on that. Like I'm on, like that stuff freaks me out. I, I don't know how I feel about it for, for like as a whole. Like there's things I like and there's things I don't like. But yeah. for me, that's, that's just not for somebody like me. But like somebody that's paraplegic, that'd be insane. Right. Oh, beautiful. Like, could you imagine being a quadriplegic? Like, you couldn't move from the neck down. Yeah. And then you pop that on, and you're like, I can run. I can like. I can run on the side of a cliff. I can walk. Like, I can do. That'd be actually. Or better yet, I can lift my arm. Like quadriplegic. Yeah. Like I could do that. Like for the first time in for however long it was. Like, why would you ever go back to reality? Yeah, I can see that. There's no point. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just a. This is a 
it's a long topic. This could be a, an episode by itself. Seriously. It's, it's insane. I also feel like that one, I feel like if that technology came to fruition, it yeah. would really solve overpopulation for mm -hmm. the most part. Because I think so many people would just be tired of the real world and they could log into the, they could just like pop into this, right? And if you really wanted to live as cheap as possible, I imagine there'd be a place where you'd only rent out for however much money it would cost a month and all you're renting out is basically a chair. Because mm -hmm. that's all you'd really need yeah. for the most part, or a bed. And then you just share it with like 100,000 other people in this giant ass building. <laughs> and then you make all your virtual currency like in whatever world you're in and that's how you pay the rent. Damn. Right? Have virtual babies too. If you don't want to go down that route. Yeah. Virtual kids. We're just going back to our real life Sims, I guess. Wouldn't that be frightening though? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just a bigger argument for we're in a simulation. The simulation. Dang, I think that could be Whoa. like... We live in a snow globe. I think once that technology exists, that'd be an interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Because what if they programmed a point where like Earth got so messed up, right? Mm -hmm. Like Earth got so messed up that they programmed it so anybody that put those on wasn't even aware that there was a life beforehand. Mm. Like they just blocked out that part of their memory. So they're going through as like a totally new person. Damn. Well, you know, that, that actually brings up an interesting thing because I was listening to some uh, Alan, Watt, Alan Watts lectures or videos. I love him. Yes. And he talks about, um, think about what it, what your life was like before you were born. Like what would it be like to go to sleep and never wake up? So dying. Essentially. Yeah. But it, the way the way he explains it is beautiful because I, it, it I, starts to make you think, you know. He he takes very simplistic thoughts and makes them poetic in a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is the value of Alan Watts to me. Yeah. I love he's that. A, he's an entertainer. I, he, I describe him as an entertainer. Exactly. He's really good with that. Yeah. He incites like deeper reflection on things, which yeah. I think is good for most people. A true do. influencer. Yeah. For real. But what were you saying about his uh, belief in particular? Um, oh, he was talking about what what it would be like to wake up. And I mean, it was basically never wake up. In a, uh, from a certain perspective, you can like it kind of relates to the simulation because it's like, okay, what's the difference between life and death? I'm I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, but um, it ties in. All right, yeah. I can't really explain it right now. No, I got you. I got you. Wait, so the the link between dying is like an attestment to it's simulation. like okay when you. Uh, when you die, it's not like you're stuck in darkness because you would have no concept of darkness, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be conscious of it. So by definition, you're not like locked up in a dark room. Um, you're not, it's not like you're buried. So then what would that experience be like? It would be as if you've never existed at all. You know what I imagine it, it would feel similar to if I could put mm -hmm. it into like terms that kind of make sense. So, you know the Big Bang Theory, right? Not the TV show, the, the actual. Of course. But, <laughs> so, the Big Bang Theory, before the bang actually happened, there was, you can't even call it space because there was technically nothing except for two ch oppositely charged particles. Anyways, mm -hmm. there was like no definition of up, down, left, right, matter, or like basically anything. It is a state of non-being. Which, I mean, to call it a state of something would be pushing it too far because it's so nothing mm -hmm. that to put a name on it would be like 
you can't even more label than what it, it would be. You know, does that make sense? It's a very weird concept to grasp onto, but I imagine that's what it would be like. Just, mm. just complete nothing. I just, yeah, I, yeah. And that freaks people out, but like they have to realize you don't experience the nothing. You don't the exist. Nothing, the nothing is what you become. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything that comes with worrying about the nothing is where it essentially, you don't worry about it because you have no means to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You'd have no fears, no family, no nothing. No, no means to process it. Yeah. Now that also gets into the discussion of do you believe in a soul? Do you believe in an afterlife? And I mean, we're going with All the that Alan philosophy. Watt. Yeah, yeah, we're going into the Alan Watts where you die and that's it. Yeah. Methodology right now. Dang, dude. Well, that's a whole other topic by itself. Yeah. Because but, it's always nice to talk about like religion and stuff, mm-hmm. especially when you die, I imagine, because it's very comforting because you still have your senses. You still remember who you were. You get you remember your family. In fact, all the ones that died, you get to go meet them and be with them again, you know, mm-hmm. after yeah. so long. And like that's very comforting for most people, I would imagine. And it's like, oh, you suffered on earth, but like the end is going to be so sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's going to be all puppies and rainbows up in the big clouds behind the golden gates and whatever. I don't uh-huh. know. Also, isn't it interesting that in the gold, like heaven's pearly gates, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting that heaven has a gate around it? <laughs> People <laughs> get Yeah. <laughs> just like... Hey, I wonder if the, the original God wealthy neighborhood. Want, God doesn't want everyone to get it. <laughs> the original wealthy neighborhood. We shouldn't I'm talk about. You. People get upset when you make jokes like that. Like yeah. I need to. I need to stop talking about stuff. No, like this is the different. Like you're religious, correct? Yes, I am. I'm not religious. I've grown up in a religious household. You're not religious, correct? I'm not atheist. I'm not atheist either. People, it, if if you say you're not religious and people jump to the conclusion that you're atheist, I, I think that's a stupid jump. Ninety-five percent of the time, they do. Though. I think that's a stupid jump. Because it's not, you can't just box me in as an atheist. There's also something, there's also a label of being agnostic. It's like, I don't know what the fuck's out there, but it's much deeper than what I know. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Just to get this right, you do believe that we obviously come from somewhere. From. What do you mean? Something. What do you mean? So, like, we we weren't just, like, born here. I believe, well. Like, there has to be something greater that created us. here's my thought process it's like i come from the same ingredients that the stars are made of literally so dust we're all dust and mud and clay from from a perspective but we're much deeper than that we're also spiritual beings i'm i'm thinking just from a scientific standpoint Mm -hmm. alone and just in terms of how the earth was created and all the things that miraculously slammed together like all the meteorites that formed around the sun and it was a perfect amount of mass to be exactly away from the sun mm-hmm. and we had all the built the proper building blocks and there was all this um crazy hydrogen and oxygen that was pressurized underneath the earth's surface when it was a giant lava ball that turned into steam once it opened up and all that yeah. steam covered the entire planet blah 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 all that perfect formula mm-hmm. very feasible or feasible think about how big the universe is you can't. You, you can't. can't. We yeah. literally cannot because there's points there's no, of the there's universe. There's not even numbers that can explain There's it. points of the universe that haven't even reached us in terms of light yet. Yeah. So basically, our view of the observable universe theoretically gets bigger every year. Think about yeah. the Earth, how and big the Earth is. enormous. Yeah. The Earth is fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Now yeah. think about the universe. But that's because we can comprehend how big it is. There's a number for it. But you cannot measure how many light years... 
like like you just said, there's there's still things where light hasn't even seen. Mm-hmm. Because it hasn't reached us yet. Yeah. Because like and it's, it's so fast- far away. Yeah, and it's the fastest thing in the world. Like not even in the world. It- <laughs> in the universe. In, in existence. <laughs> on Earth, I don't bro. on Earth, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's just let's just not talk about that because that shit hurts my head, dude. Like <laughs> that's where I live, though. Like you I know can that. see the. Yeah, dude. I see the veins in your head just popping out right now. You're thinking so hard. Tony Poppins. Yeah, Tony Poppins. <laughs> he grows a new vein with every thought. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> it's possible. All I know is that after I die, I'm going to I'm gonna have a nice three sun sunset. I'm going to mm-hmm. open up my, uh, my ice box. Yeah, my cooler, and then pull out a good Topo Chico and just sit on and just lay down on a hammock and watch. Nice, dude. Something to look forward to. Topo old, Chico would be a vibe to watch the end of the world. That'd be nice. Good old post-death Topo Chico. <laughs> dude, you'd be on the hammock, burned alive with that Topo Chico glass Jeez, in the hand. Dude. I mean, it'd probably melt over at some point, but like, you, you realize the hammock's in the pits of hell. True. Shit. That's not a sun. That's a flame ball. <laughs> that's the devil's asshole. What the fuck? <laughs> you think a? Uh, do you think a um, a hammock in hell is? <laughs> Sorry, because you said it. I know, but it sounds so funny. A hammock it's in hell. It's so relaxing like, and something that's not relaxing. Just you, you know when you go to like um either somebody when you go over to somebody's house and they have like a little community center mm-hmm. sometimes if you're lucky like they'll have like those like public hammocks things set out you know yeah, like the nasty ones yeah and they're like super but i'm talking i'm not talking about the nice ones yeah i'm talking about the ones that are made out of like rope that should oh, have been used ugh. on ships in like the 1800s <laughs> yeah. like still like fucking fish skin yeah, i know it. you're freaking tying down the mast with this rope and yeah. like you expect me to lay on it but i'm talking like I imagine it would be that crunchy and crispy and like just cut you to shit. And also in hell, it would be on the most hot and humid day (laughs) or better yet. How hot? uh, Let's say like 169. No, let's say it's like 115. Okay. uh, No clouds in sight. But miraculously, there's 90% humidity. Oh, Oh, and even better yet, let's switch it up. You're in an Eno hammock, which is like one of those ones that's made out of a parachute Mm. material, right? And uh, it's that hot and the top is sealed off. So you're basically in this cocoon of heat and sweat. Fuck, dude. And in the background, like 40 to 50 feet away, there's a loudspeaker playing like the worst country songs you've ever heard. (laughs) Oh my God. Baby, lock them doors. And it just doesn't stop for eternity the original infrared sauna <laughs> baby lock them doors and turn them lights mm-hmm. <laughs> okay guys Don't get romantic i think this is gonna be a wrap for this episode yeah, once we start talking about hammocks There's, in hell it's like fuck dude yeah it's yeah. nearing the end <laughs> yeah, i'm starting to think too hard here yeah but so, yeah um thank you once again for joining us on episode 14 14 14 um you can find us uh, at the the 2AM podcast. And also on, on Spotify. I was about to get there. Okay. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, soon to be on YouTube, uploading. Hey, everybody. Yeah. And uh, finally on Anchor FM and mm. many more to come. So this has been yeah, Logan. Yeah. This has been Zaid. And Saeed. Thank you once again, everybody, for joining. We'll see you later. Peace. Peace. Maybe lock them.